Good day and welcome to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry and we are here with Season 12 where we are bringing you a horror movie every day in October in the spirit of Halloween. And for today's episode we're going to be talking about a little favourite of mine and that is the absolutely epic handheld sci-fi horror Cloverfield. Written by Cabin in the Woods director Drew Goddard and directed by future Batman director Matt Reeves. The film stars Mike Vogel, Jessica Lucas, TJ Miller, Michael Stuhl and Lizzie Kaplan. Nine years after the first real taste of the handheld movie that viciously and violently vibrated the world in ways people would be laughing at now, simple noises of twigs crisply snapping obscure rocks left in the darkness, the Blair Witch Project transformed the horror game and sort of aggravated Hollywood to raise the bar to take this Blair Witch concept of dramatic realism that exists behind the camera as well as in front and utilise something even more shocking and inventive with this method. Now, before I talk about Cloverfield, I will disclose that I do think this film is closer to sci-fi than horror, but as I keep watching the film, as I did the other day, it does appear to reveal more horror arcs that you could recognise in Slashes or Gorefest Blumhouse production. So, that being said, Cloverfield is a close relative of the horror genre. Maybe not immediate family, but close enough to be discussed, and, you know, important enough to be revealed on this podcast. The setup for Cloverfield emulates sort of Emmerich's 1998 Godzilla, but without the corrupt special effects, chase scenes, and the bombing of Madison Square Garden. Despite all that, it is a guilty pleasure of mine. But Cloverfield, whose title is as ambiguous as the vortex of secrets leading up to this mysterious film release, is actually pretty horrifying at times. And that's simply due to this concept of handheld that is probably done in the best possible way for a cinematic result. The very overused playground of Manhattan is once again the battleground for the setting for this creature that has caused the entire island to evacuate due to its gigantic and destructive presence. We see this all unfold through a party and some little build-up of a narrative that actually remains on level terms with the sci-fi elements throughout the movie. The realism of watching the events unfold through the eyes of an observer in the area who is in the middle of a party is strangely addictive to watch as we are in a way watching the news or trying to get a peek of what is happening through the spectator. The delivery of the reveal of the creature is expertly done, shown in glimpses and spotlights darting disconcertingly past tall buildings and the intimidating destructive force it possesses. The soap drama painfully introduced at the start is sort of relevant enough to be invested towards the end, considering the elephant in the room, or should I say, reptile in the Big Apple. However, the whole runtime is a measly 94 minutes. The evocations of 9-11 and glimpses of chaos and uncertainty in downtown New York is an added horror to the realism of this picture. The foretaste at a distance is all we get until Lady Liberty herself is literally decapitated for production value to kickstart the real arc of the story, removing out characters from the party that opens for the main purpose of a taste of character development and future character tension that will either collapse or grow more intimate as the film goes on. The handheld has the universal problem of being too realistic with its shaky, queasy cam that is somewhat necessary to sell this facade of realism and in a way has a psychological strain on the audience with its erratic movements to cause nausea in the audience, which in the spirit of things is worth watching uh, for the added effect for a horror movie. The effects, you know, that sort of contradicts the concept are excellent and are never explained in full colour, but enough to preview at it for seconds to really heighten our intrigueness towards the cause of this pandemonium. What Cloverfield does is surround itself with this air of enigma, even in the pre-production stage. In the hands of Lost creator J.J. Abrams, it is implemented well enough to afford a bland character plot. 
The monster in question is never explained, and I'm okay with that. We do not really see it until right at the very end for the Hollywood shot, which happens to happen right at the end of the movie. Um, you know, Abrams has left piles of sort of breadcrumbs in this movie for it to be lost in oblivion, and for some, it is there to be purposefully found in obscurity by our superfans. And knowing this, along with the jittery camera shots, you were inclined to physically look closer. The action never really stops, even when the characters do. Them catching a breath proves to be just as problematic as they are stuck in the heat of Manhattan, which is counting down to be devastated in a matter of hours. The underground subway scenes resonate true horror cinema at its best that really caused the horror to reveal itself at the film's quietest moments. The unpretentious notions of shadows and noises and generic flashes of something is enough to fuel that distress in the audience's mind, especially when the catalyst of this whole thing is the handheld camera, which ignites realism that no other Hollywood film can simply do with their CGI and chase scenes. For me, Cloverfield is authentically something new that emulates the excitement of seeing something accurately original like Pulp Fiction or Scream or The Matrix did, and I still believe this is our most recent case of that feeling. The marketing campaign was in danger of being an overkill for a film that would have to have submitted to the weight of the hype and not the delivery, but this wasn't the case whatsoever. The film adopted the monster genre and then mashed up with this Blair Witch fever and caused a chaotically beautiful movie where the plot is simplistic in every way that actually detaches you from the very animosity shown when trying to do a monster movie, where directors sometimes go too hard on a monster and overexpose the CGI. The angles are naturally crafted from the brains of Matt Reeves to convince us that the camera is simply nonchalantly pointing at the action when it is anything but. The film's purpose is simply experience. There's no strong arm in us into a situation room. It's delicate in nature to what we may have seen prior to this and remains with the heart of the story. There are no cheap moves to boost the plot of the story to further our time on the stage of the monster. Reeves is very dignified with Cloverfield. Like I said earlier, the film never indulges on the monster's arrival. It's intended to scare, not educate. The constant air of panic is so persuasive that it's easy to miss the skillful creature of the dramatic sequences that are modestly in the background. The search for exotic filmmaking is always a director's inner desire. Some have submitted to what works and have done it well, and others are searching for further creativity to the craft of filmmaking. And together, J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves created something that for the time uh, was, you know, was new, a found footage film with an explosive story to tell at an alarmingly fast pace that exposes a blunt instrument destroying in spectacular fashion in the biggest playground in the world, Manhattan, all in the eyes of some young adults and the nostalgia of those 50s monster movies but anyway that's all i have time for cloverfield probably one of the best found footage horror movies out there and there are a few out there to choose from you know wreck paranormal activity the visit etc etc but none can ever strip away that raw feeling felt when blair witch was unearthed to the world and i honestly think the same sort of feeling happened there just in a much cinematic way that really brought people in masses to experience this idea on the big screen for the first time but anyway, please subscribe to me on uh, iTunes, uh, Google, Amazon, and Spotify. And you can also follow me on Instagram. That's Film Exploration AH, or lowercase or one word. But for now, thank you for listening to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. Hurry.